Welcome to She Anime Podcast, where four online friends who watch way too much anime come together and talk about it. This week, we're talking about openings and endings for anime. While no specific animes are discussed, we are still not a spoiler-free podcast, so please listen at your own discretion. Along the way, we may be talking about mature themes and content, so if that's not for you, that's totally fine. If you're sticking around, please enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome back to She Anime Podcast. Music makes or breaks the immersion in a show. And if you can be captivated from start to finish, including the music, does not just make the anime great. Some of the best OPs and EDs tell as much about the story as the actual narrative. So let's talk about our favorites. With me as always are Keto and Kenzie. Shay is still off. Make this so fucking proud of her. We love you so much, Shay. We love you, Shay. Love you, Shay. <laughs> I'm Kat, and I swear I have a top 10 OP or ED list for every mood. I'm Kenzie, and I don't list things, but I like bops. Uh, and I'm Keto, and I think maybe one song on my list is from the last 15 years. <laughs> you. <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> so before, before we get into the nitty uh, gritty... And I start actually talking about OPs and EDs. Tell us kind of briefly what you think makes a good OP and ED. Uh, but I'll get that. I'll kick that off. I'll be frank, you guys. Music is life. Music is soul. Music is... Good music is just... It's unbeatable. Uh, I'm one of those people that has music playing at all times in their lives. And before we recorded this, I had to pause something. I like music's always playing. And... I don't know. Something about anime ODs and EDs, OPs and EDs, hits. It's a it's a similar way that my favorite cartoon theme song set, but it's different. Because when I discovered that most of these songs were literal songs that I could download and keep, I had nothing. Like I never turned back. Um, but I don't have to. Ironically, it doesn't have to be my favorite show to be my favorite ED OP. Some of these you'll notice are in my top 10. Some of these you'll be like, you've never even mentioned this. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> it's still there. Uh, there are so many that I don't even mentioned here that I just, what's the word I want? Uh, that I love. I was telling before we started recording, you all don't know this, but I have like 50 in my top 20 because it's just, <laughs> that's just how it is. Um, but when it comes to an OD and an ED, there's a lot that you have to look at if you're trying to like, what's the word, judge it objectively. Um, how it ties into the plot or the theme of the anime. How beautiful is that animation choice that they make, you know? Are we getting cut scenes that are from the show layered with these beautiful cha-cha scenes? Or do we have a chibi version of a butler doing chores during the outro? There's so many different things you can do. Are they dramatic scenes with silhouettes falling dramatically? I'm just throwing out random things that nobody cares about. <laughs> but the point is... Um, you know, you can look at the artistry of that. You can look at the connections, the metaphors. Uh, I don't give a shit about that in the long run for making this list. What I want in an OP as an ED is when it plays, when that shit comes on, like, that's like, my eh. shit. That, like, that's <laughs> my shit. And, like, if it relates back, like, I'm with that. Like, I love it if it can relate back without, like, screaming the show at you. Um, 
but like clearly related, like history maker, right? Like it's obviously about this ice on the thing, but like, it's just pretty. Moment of truth, we were, but the people in the show are born to make history. Like fly, fly high, like, Oh, who wants to fly, baby? But like, who doesn't sing that though? But it's like just when that lovely. comes on, who's not like, yeah, it's I know so Japanese. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. But like, it's a it's a beautiful, easy to connect kind of piece. And like I said, there are other theme songs where like watching it just like hits you when you're hearing the part in the music. You're seeing the scenes. There's kind of connections. What makes a good ED and o- OP for me is that connection in my heart. Even if it's not my favorite anime, even if it's not my favorite, like when that song comes on, everything about it consumes you. Like this is the moment. Um, but yeah, so and I'm not gonna pretend nostalgia isn't a big factor in that connection. <laughs> that I mean, which is why all of mine are old. Like I love some of the modern ones, guys. Do please, please do not get me like Grand Gay is beautiful. Cover like, the I modern love. ones. I have so, short term. I have so like, much. <laughs> but like I was like making this list and listening to like old stuff and I was like damn no I can't replace this I can't, <laughs> I can't. but yeah so uh that's me that's me with songs cat so obviously I love a good story to be told with the animation of the OP and the ED but the song itself also has to capture my attention like does the song fit the mood of the show does it tell the story also the replayability of a song is so important like I like, I have to be able to, like, listen to a song over and over again because I, I live for music. I am always playing music. Like, always Good. playing music. Like, I don't go anywhere without my headphones because I need to be able to be playing music at all times. And so, because I'm always listening to music, I need to be able to listen to a song on repeat and listen to it over and over again without ever getting tired of it. And so kind of like a good example of a great OP, and it's not on my list, um, but uh, Soro to uh, um, Utsuro by uh, Sasa Namali, which is the first OP for um, Case Study of Vanitas, it sets the scene of fictional Paris and sets the scene of what you're supposed to expect from the show. And it's so fun to listen to on repeat it's so good um but yeah so i i i want to be able to listen to the song a lot plus i mean if you're binging a show you kind of have to listen to it a lot i mean you could skip it but i don't like to skip ops um or eds i don't really like to skip them but i will if i have to but is it good enough for me to sit and listen to over and over again as a binge show kenzie anything you gotta add uh, I agree with the music is life. I always have music playing. I'm a really indie like music person for the most mm-hmm. part. I'm a you are. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm very much like discovering like random bands or artists, and then I. But I I very much want ops that make me feel. Even if it's like like fly makes me feel, but it also makes me like get pumped up and like I would put that on a workout mix. A lot of like the jujitsu kaisen op and ed. I would put that on a workout mix. But it also, it coupled with the animation, really makes you feel and tells a story. Uh, Sasagio, I put that on a fucking workout mix. Hell yeah, I'm ch- running from Titans while I'm going. Um, <laughs> but I'm a very, yeah, I'm a very indie person. So like History Maker hits really hard. Um, I don't pay attention to EDs as much. 
unless there's something like like Jujutsu Kaisen's first EV made me watch because it was so entertaining. I was so entertained. And then that yeah. made me listen to the song cute. more. More Skate- the Patriot, also cute to watch. Yes. Skate's ending with the palm trees was so cute and fun. And like, I wanted to watch that. Um, but most of the time, it's not that memorable for me. That's just my own opinion. So like, I don't have a ranked list for EVs because I just don't remember them. Um, and I also am a binge watcher a lot of the time. And I don't, <laughs> I will, I will skip the ED unless I will, I will also do the thing where I like check to see if there's an ending scene and go, oh, yep, there is and skip ahead, um, which I know is like, can be, people can come smite me for that or whatever, but I, I will always watch it once, um, at least once um, and usually don't skip the OP unless I'm like, just not really vibing with it much. Um, but I think the OP really tells me if I'm going to like the anime, like I will judge an anime hard by the OP. If you have a shitty OP, I'm like, Oh, not as excited. I get my feelings hurt when I get an anime that I like that had a shitty OP. I'm yeah, like, you're ruining your popularity. It. Like, no, <laughs> it's like, I feel bad. Like I'm going to watch the hell out of this, but I know people won't because this isn't catchy enough. And I feel so bad when that happens. Cause that's your first, like, that's my first take on what, what is this about? What am I looking at? Like ones like Jujutsu Kaisen or Banana Fish, they have so many like hints throughout it. And of course I'm, I'm that person who loves to try and solve it, solve the puzzle before it's been revealed. And a lot of times the OPs have all that. Mm-hmm. So that's more going into the animation, but also the lyrics can tell you a lot. Um, so I'm just, I'm just all looking for what makes me feel, what am I vibing with? Uh, I have a couple on my playlists. I don't, it, it has to be, I go by, I make my playlist on feelings and moods and stuff. So they'll go under that. So that doesn't mean I listen to them as often as others. Cause mm-hmm. I listen to my sad playlist a lot um, or my chill one and not a lot of OPs and EDs are chill. <laughs> For good reason, but that's e- there are honest. plenty of chili D's. You're just don't All listen right. to them. I don't listen to these, so I don't. There's not a lot of chill OPs. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get into it. And since I like to make lists, I'm just gonna you know come right out and say it. We're gonna talk about our top five OPs and EDs. And I did this maniacally laughing the entire time that I wrote this because I know how much you guys don't rank things, and I do. Um, yeah, this called me physical pain. <laughs> I so. just didn't do the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I understood it. I just, I just did not do it. Do it. I understood it. I these are the vibes that i felt from your question my list is <laughs> um so starting simple what's your five to three your five four and three um just kind of give an idea of like what you think is good um i'll start and so as i've stated i like lists and i already have a bunch of uh top 10 and even top 20 lists of ops and eds so it was easy enough for me to pull from my top faves of all time and these are the songs that i listen to over and over and over again and never ever skip when i watch the show like i just i get so lost in i'm the kind of person that like if i like a song enough and then i get distracted and i'm not paying attention to it i will actually go back and re Start it just so that I can listen to it. Um, I, I'm I'm weird. I really I really like the music. So starting from number five, my um, five spot for OP, I selected "History Maker" by Dean Fujioka from Yuri on Ice. Like it's a bop. 
guys. It's a bop. If you've never heard it, <clears throat> if you've why never have you heard never it, heard it? <laughs> just, let, let me just let you under. Let me give you a taste of what you're missing. <clears throat> Can you hear my heartbeat? Let me stop. Put out the listening for y'all. Uh, no, you would, no. you would all stop. You would all stop talking to me. You would all quit the podcast. We'd be have. We'd literally just have a whole influx of Instagram people. Like, wow, keto fucked it all up. Uh, but no. <laughs> My heart on fire, don't stop the smell, moment of truth. Ooh, that was a nice note. Thank you. It was the only one that was good out of that whole run. I appreciate it. That was absolutely beautiful. Um, If you knew every single song that I was about to list, I'd tell you to sing every single one of them. I don't. don't But I know you don't. Um, So number five ED is Break a Spell by uh, Mami Kawada, which is the second um, ED of one of my favorite anime, uh, Tokyo Ravens, Ravens, which, oh, it's so good. So very, very good. And I wish more people knew about it so that they could talk about it with me because it's so good. I watch it constantly. Um, number four OP, Shinzo wo Sasageo by Linked Horizon. I almost put Good in No Yumiya because that OP still holds like a special place in my heart because that just, the first OP that got you hyped about uh, Attack on Titan. But Sasageo, for whatever reason, will never leave no, my Sasageo mind. No, Sasageo is, come on, that's a good-ass song. Oh, it's such I a good song. I can't even I actually, it. honestly, like, if you guys have never actually listened to it, find Link to Horizon's have. actual, no. You have. Link to Horizon's <laughs> actual compilation album that they put out, which actually has extra songs that weren't included as um part of the show that are related. They're all linked together. Oh, I freaking love it. So good. Definitely check them out. Link Horizon is beautiful. Um, number four ED is Fallen by Egoist, which is the third ED from Psychopaths. And if, if you guys don't know who Egoist is, it's actually really funny. Egoist is a band that was formed off of the show that I've never finished. Yep. Guilty Crown created a band called Egoist and... I absolutely adore them. I freaking love them. They were supposed to be a one-time. They were supposed to be a one-time, a one-time, you know, band, and then they're still making music (laughs) to this day. They're still making music. It's beautiful. Um, Number three uh, for OP, uh, "Believe in Myself" by Edge of uh, Life, the twenty-first opening credit from Fairy Tale. Obviously, Fairy Tale had to be on here. Um, and then number three ending is Scape, uh, Scape, I can't say this, Scapegoat, Wow, um, by Sawano Hiroyuki um, with vocal um, from Yosh. It's the first ending credit to Seraph of the End. And also good. Oh, it's so, so good, especially because the, so Sawano Hiroyuki and the lyrics to all of the songs that um, he does that have lyrics are always tailor-made for the anime that they're in. Like, Sawano Hiroyuki did all of the music for Attack on Titan. And all of the songs that he did that have lyrics to them all relate to the, you know, to the show. Same thing with Scapegoat. Definitely, definitely relates to the show, and it kind of makes you think a little bit more about everything. Kido, how about you? But Kido is just going in to add what the fuck all these songs are for. <laughs> uh, 
just I know I had like JJK OP1. I was like, I just have the names of the songs because I know what they are, but I don't know who wrote half of them. But anyways, guys, uh, as you already know, I struggle the fuck on top ten top list of things. I lists are hard. You, I'm a Libra. Like, who makes decisions in this house? Not keto. Um, you know that is very okay, fun facts. Fun facts. I'm sorry, listeners. None of you care at all about this, but in my outline, I wrote, "I'm a Libra." Don't ask me to make decisions. I was not reading my outline when I said that, and then I looked to say, "Oh, what did I read? What did I write?" And saw that line again, and I was <laughs> laughing because that's just me. I put it in fact that I was going to say I was a Libra, and I love that. But anyway, <laughs> one fun thing I will say about a lot of specifically anime openings. You guys remember that trend? For a while, where everybody was putting Dear Maria or whatever have you. What song was it at the yes, time? Yes, and it mm-hmm. can go with uh, any anime. Yeah. Yes. And it's because the anime theme songs are pop punk. They are. They just, they most are. of them were back in the day. And that's, you'll notice what I love. So, uh, number five. Um, this is probably <laughs> the only one on this list that somebody will know. <laughs> and it's Bluebird from, yes. uh, it's by E.K. Iki Monogakari? Y'all, I don't know who writes these things. Unless they have fun names like Dirty Old Men. Uh, <laughs> and it's the third ending to Naruto Shippuden. I'm sorry, third opening to Naruto Shippuden. I was going I'm to sorry. It is a perfect song. It's got everything you need. The beats there. The lyrics are there. The iconic melody that you can start playing anywhere and somebody's going to recognize it. It's just, it's a top tier piece, especially for that series. And I'm going to be, I have several actually from the original Naruto series that I really do love. Um, but this one is definitely my favorite Shippuden uh, theme and my favorite overall uh, Naruto theme. Naruto had several bangers. Even if you guys, I always tell you old anime fans that you don't need to watch Naruto. I do mean that, but you should listen to all their OPs and EDs. Yes. Very, very good. Um well, yeah, so that's the one classic. Uh, for my fifth place ending, it's called, I never say the name of this. I never do. Togetsukyo Kimi Amo, whatever. I don't care. It's really, really fucking cute. And it is the 55th ending theme song uh, from Detective Coded. It's the only what? one that's not 15 years old. I think, I think that's from, from 2017 or something. I mean, fifty-five. That's 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 a long. By the time. way, by the way, the fifty-fifth ending theme song was from five years ago. You're welcome. <laughs> I've been in this fandom too long. It's not really a fandom <laughs> here for for alone. Uh, but one of the things I really really love about Detective Conan <laughs> ending theme songs and intros, they usually seem, especially if the season has a theme around that season ideal, and it's, the first one is usually very like most ops it's very action oriented it's what does conan do and you know kicking things off sometimes they're really cute but like most of the time they're very very like i love you miss me you know they're very like that but the ending theme songs are almost always a really chill sweet like slideshow of something i love so that hits my heart it's a super sweet theme song and it actually like reflects really fun relationship things throughout there 
Um, but yeah, so number, I'm telling you, number four, hey, you know that an episode can't go by without me mentioning that I've watched a thousand episodes of Detective Conan. It's because none of you will ever let me have an episode about Detective Conan because nobody watches it. And I figured by the end of this. I would love it to be like, Mackenzie, what do you think Detective Conan's about? And I'd be able to tell you because I've listened to you talk about it so much. And you'd still get it wrong. you could be like, give me an episode title. And I'd be like, okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not even kidding. And um, I figured by the end of this podcast, if I go through and find every single mention that all together, every mention will equal an episode length. Anyways, (laughs) in fourth place, for the opener, I'm going to do, it's called Kimi Equal Hana. It's by Pigstar. Pigstar is a great band. Holy shit. Uh, and laughable, I'm sorry, because this is not by any means my favorite of anything. But it is the <laughs> Jujao Romantica season one theme song. It's such a bop, though! It is! And it is such, I think a lot of romance anime has really chill theme songs. and I They, miss, they miss a lot with the romance anime. Because yeah. you could at least make a good love song. Like a really, really? good, like... And I just you, don't think they you hit. Can at least try kiss, kiss, fall in love, like set the bar up here, mm-hmm. and no one's ever caught like taking it. Like I, like even fruits basket. I the old one is obviously we all were mad because it ends early. But the theme song for four fruits baskets, like it's called for fruits baskets from two thousand and two, y'all is literally it's really cute. I thought it was the ending theme song for years until I realized it was actually the opener. I was like, why would you, why would you set us, why would you set an anime up for failure? And it's like, it's a beautiful song, but it's like, it's it's definitely got ED feels. It's piano and it's like, I was like, what? This is not an opener. I was so bad. But then, you know, our high school came in with kids, kids falling with that guitar. I was like, yes. Thank you, romance anime. But see, that's what happens when you get a comedy. But Kim equals on, obviously, it's a BL in this case. And they also do the second opening uh, season, and it's absolutely beautiful. I Their work, the, guy, the main guys that sing, their voices are excellent. It is just a good song, especially if you like, and like I said, I mentioned, like, a lot of these are pop punk, and that's personally, if you take out musicals, because I love musicals, it's my favorite genre of music. The, the pop punk vibe, I really love it. So uh, I think this song absolutely, I didn't think it was on my list until I was listening to my playlist of, you know, 500 songs, and it hit so hard. I was like, no, no, this this is the one. It, when I memorized, like, you know, at one point in time, can't do my not. At one point in time, when you were younger, and you wanted to memorize your favorite theme songs, I memorized that Fruits Bassett's one. And one of the ones I got when I was older, I memorized. This is one of the first ones where I printed out the lyrics and went out of my way to learn each one. Uh, and I can still sing most of it while it's playing. I still the- guarantee I have printouts. Me. Still to this day. It's, party, it's one of my party tricks at my panels. I'll be like, they're like, because if we watch it for some reason, we're not going to talk about my panels. But let's say we're watching Junior Romantic. I was like, oh, yeah, I can sing the whole thing. And some of the crowd will always best me on it. I'm like, it's taking I don't me. Believe you. Literally, <laughs> I'm like, it's literally taking everything that I have in me to not cue that up to watch this after we're done. I mean, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna re-cue everything that we're talking about after we're done because that's just it's just catchy. Some of that you will hear me sing multiple times, and I'm sorry, but I'm not. Um, and then for my fourth place, I'm gonna tie it and I don't care. Uh fourth place ED, I'm gonna tie it, I don't care. It is going to be a sobani irukara. Um, 
by Amadori, which is the Naruto 11th ending. And Hokiboshi by Yona. Oh my god, Hokiboshi is so good. I love I love, um, I love <laughs> Yona. I love her so much. I love Yona so much. I love Yona so much. Oh, what a great artist. Uh, which is the third ending of Bleach. I put them both together specifically because I cannot begin to explain to you guys that Bleach and Naruto Edie's and Odie's like shaped the way I thought I was supposed to listen to anime music. Mm-hmm. I this was so hard to pick two. And I said, I'm going to pick a Naruto and Bleach together is what I'm going to do because I love all of them so much in a similar way. Mm-hmm. I told you, I told you about memorizing. I like learned so much about the Japanese language trying to figure out these songs. <laughs> like I was in them for the long haul. This is when I realized that songs were not just a minute and a half, like normal, like theme songs that people had entire you know pieces like yona i was like oh who are you I, like not on this list but it killed me not to put it life is like a boat the first bleach ending theme song like come on nobody knows who i really for the am. longest time i was so oh, confused God. listening to that ending credit and i was like i was like wow i really understand what she's saying and then i was like <laughs> she's singing in english no oh, come fucking on. shit so obviously in english she's so well, no, okay, no, it was one accent? of those things where I watch everything in Japanese first. So the first time I'm watching it, I'm just like, wow, my Japanese getting it's getting really good. You know, that dumb, <sighs> like that dumb thought that you're that moment in your head. when they just switch to English and you're like, <gasps> wow, okay, this song in particular, Japanese? this song in particular, because it's funny because it starts in English and then switches to Japanese. Yes, it does. So it's really funny because she'll be like, and if I ever need someone to come along, who's gonna comfort me and keep me strong? And I'll be like, Doku de Ishi. Why you like, oh, wait a minute, you can sing Japanese too? <laughs> and then you realize that she was like in California for like a decade or something. Like, but it's like, do it ever have you. There's a reason, Raifu. They have some kind of connection and actually are fluent, like livable fluent in the English language. Cause I was like, that's too good. I was like, that English is, cause usually English is like, fly high or like stay yari where you going you know it's usually very clear <laughs> but no that one's not uh, really cute i but yeah so both of those um though you guys will know the shows those came from so that's nice after this though that's the <laughs> you won't <laughs> but yeah so there you go my, my five four three no i didn't get the three, you didn't get the three yet because you haven't that's- talked about my favorite one love talking for 10 years and it's just how i am guys don't ask questions number three uh opener is called white destiny it is by ijida yoko and it is from the anime pre-tier um it's so good it's another example of an and this is why another example of a romance more or less because it's a bit of an adventure but it's also a romance anime that came through with a bop that means nothing to any of y'all sorry for the headphone users in the room but like i love it when the drum beat comes in and you're like this is it it's a bop um i the anime itself is really cute was it it's like that anime is never going to be in my top 20 (laughs) but that theme song will live here rent free uh, and oh, this killed me. If it was honestly, guys, my top five endings could have just kept from Inuyasha. And I know y'all are like, oh, but you know, you love Inuyasha. No, Kenzie, go listen to every Inuyasha ending song and come back to me. And you'll be like, damn, Kido, you're right. Because when I say they set the bar, like that's the Inuyasha <laughs> theme, ending theme songs are so good. So three goes to every heart. That's one that 
people that have been around for more than 10 minutes definitely know by Boa. Like, Boa killed the game so hard with these ending anime theme songs that I was grown. I was 18 in college when I realized that she was K-pop. Yep. Boa for life. Every heart is great. I swap. This isn't the last time you'll hear from Idiyasha on this list. That's all. Uh, Kenzie, <laughs> please give us whatever you've put together in the time that we have rambled. Um, so mine are all going to be extremely recent because, again, I don't remember shit. Um, and I don't rank things. And my brain just decides what it wants to listen to, what scratches it. Right now, I'm really obsessed with Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> it'll change and chloe ament those are the two things i'm listening to a lot this is the life bo 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 and it's not though andrew garfield lied to me okay so he did. He did. okay it's all right um technically andrew garfield didn't lie to me but <laughs> he's saying it pink blood which is the uh to your eternity op fucking slaps it is so good. It's by I don't remember. Um, anything Hikaru, Hikaru Utada. Oh, they're so good. No, I remember it because it's by Utada Hikaru. Yeah, yes. they're really good. They're insane. Um, I also I really like the animation in the OP, but it just made you da, 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 da. like. Cry? Just, yeah, that's that, what I remember. I remember crying. <laughs> their voice is just at this like scratching my brain like note that just oof, it's just so angelic um and it makes you feel but it also gets like hype as it goes on it starts off very soft and chill and then gets hyped and i really liked that um so that's that's a bop um the fly uh haiku fucking how could you not that's great um kai kai kitan which is the jujutsu kaisen initial um OP fucking I don't know how that's one I never skip and I will skip OP and I rewatch Jujutsu Kaisen and I don't typically rewatch anime I will never skip that one endings I like Jujutsu Kaisen Lost in Paradise and I'm not sure if I like it because it's a bop or because the animation makes me so happy it is a bop but like the animation is what really makes me happy oh yeah honestly yeah because it just and also, it would always be like this really depressing end cliffhanger, and then it would be like Gojo coming out with the door. I, I cried a lot of tears to that ending. It's the same, and then like Juju Stroll would come up after, and I'd be like, "What's happening? Why?" I just that was I'm worse really than the palm trees. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, well, funny you should mention that. that Infinity funny. by Yuri. Also uh, the palm trees are uh, like green, but it's okay. Um, Shock by Yuko, Yuko Ando, which is an AOT ending. I think it's season four. The first one. Yes. The first part one of season four had Not a really good six. ending and I didn't usually skip it. Um, and I just, again, the, the, oh gosh, the animation OPs and EVs, that's a whole nother topic, but for AOT mm-hmm. are phenomenal. And I think part two's season four OP is, is my favorite anime op for aot specifically sorry um but i have i have sasagio on the list i feel like later do i no no i don't but those two are really tied and i don't know if sasagio is just staying on my list because it's so like nostalgic almost now because it's like oh everyone knows sasagio but gosh part twos was amazing i didn't skip that one either and i was binging um and then 
the FMA ending, FMAB, which is Uso by Sid. Yes, SID is so good. So good. I love all of their stuff so everything FMAB did, I adored. Correct. Um, but that one I just remember, like I actually remember it, so it must have been pretty good. Uh, and that's why I have there was no order, or there was probably more or less. I I like them. There you go. That's <laughs> I like I like that. I like that. I like them. So there you go. I'm not gonna argue. Like if someone was like, I hate that, I'd be like, cool, that's your opinion. It's just right. Like, that's I and love valid of that. Because it's, there are so many songs in this world that we've never heard of, and that it's somebody's favorite song. And I think that's okay. amazing. God, I love music. So we've covered five through three. So let's dive in to that OP and ED that's almost perfect, but not quite there yet, and is in your number two spot. And kind of give us a little bit more of a breakdown. Kenzie, you're up first. I don't know how um, I did Mine that doesn't twice. like fit what you just said because it's not like it's not perfect it fucking is i just right. they're all perfect <laughs> they're all perfect so like mine doesn't fit what it's not there's it's not in a number two it's gonna be there because i think it's like really high but like again i don't rank things anyways um mine is the fmab op <laughs> i was just talking about again by yui i think it's yui yes it is, is yui yes it is um partially nostalgia because <laughs> fmab was my first anime that i watched um that I knew was anime because I watched Spirited Away once um but <laughs> I also just remember getting like tearful the first time I heard it and just feeling a lot of feelings and I will always listen to that OP it's just very memorable and the fact that I can still remember it after having watched it like when I was so good. I don't know 16 or something it was just so good it really mm-hmm. made me feel things it's beautifully sung uh, it went really well with the animation. And I always think that's either a, a credit to the person. Like, I feel like either the person, well, no, it's credit to both the person writing and singing it who like had to really understand the story. And then the person, the people animating it who had to make a story without telling everything, but also that fit the uh, lyrics. Um, and I also just think it's really amazing when you're listening to a song and you don't know what it's saying, maybe, because sometimes they don't have the translations across the stream, screen and you have to go look it up later and you still like know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. That's what's amazing about music. That right there. That is incredible. And that's what I'll, all I'll say. I feel so bad about again because it took me several years to come back to it and understand why it's brilliant. And if I have to explain to y'all why, the world will laugh at me. Listen. The second opening to the original FMA <laughs> is by Larkin Seal. That is steady, giving. It's literally, I cannot explain it. Let's get started, never look back. It's so funny. Let's get started, man, it's steady, go. And it's just boom, 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 boom. It is this running song. And when I think Full Metal Alchemist, it is the song I remember. So even when I watched Brotherhood, I was like, hey, none of y'all go undo the original. So it took years after I finished the show to properly appreciate that again is, I agree with you, Kenzie, it is my favorite FMA franchise opening, period. It's excellent. <laughs> Listen, Lark and CL sometimes hurts your feelings. And just, you know. Oh, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna love why I'm laughing, but uh <laughs> let's, let's right. go on go to let's go on to my uh 
my list. Um, but so both the um, OP and the ED in my number two spot are from two of my top three favorite anime of all time. So first for my number two OP, uh, Doubt and Trust by Access, which is the third opening credit from D. Gray Man. Um, and this OP comes during the third season of the anime, during the peak of the conflict between um, the Noah and the Exorcist in Asia. And it's just, it gets you hype for the action and the chaos that's just going to ensue because that's just the type of show that it is. And then, you know, the song, it's just so upbeat and fast paced that you just can't help but get excited when you listen to it. And literally, like, I had an anime workout playlist for like years, and this was like my repeat song this alongside um a lot of like the soul eater music uh because oh, yeah. that is yeah <laughs> tm revolution if i didn't have yeah. all of the, everything else on this list tm revolution would be like topping this list because everything that he's ever sung like <sighs> there's a reason why i don't mind listening to ito talk in uh, genshin impact because right that's tm revolution everybody um but <laughs> anyways <laughs> Speaking of getting excited, my number two ED, Jukan Sentimental by Scandal, is the fourth ED from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And this ED takes place during the time when all of the plans are starting to get set in motion. And everybody has a plan on how they're going to stop the Day of Reckoning. And this ED, similar to Doubt and Trust, is upbeat and fast-paced, which gets you hyped uh, for the next episode and makes you want to click watch next and it makes you want to see what happens next plus you can never go wrong with a song from scandal because they are literally the coolest group of ladies that just ever existed like i they're they're my like top favorite like female japanese like band um them and stereo pony both beautifully wonderful like i adore them and scandal also like scandal took on a lot of anime especially bleach they did two ops for bleach so definitely definitely recommend you know checking them out but yeah both of my my number two are like they're my hype songs like they're the songs that i listen to when i want to just feel excited um keto how about you i wrestled a lot guys i told you <laughs> i don't make lists i don't make lists uh my friend we just had a pile of songs and talked about why some of them are great and some of them are shitty okay because uh, i wrote the outline I know, <laughs> I know i know cat i know why okay but i still alas, refuse to do it you cracked <laughs> me up you cracked me up okay so um my second favorite i'm gonna say um opening is a fantastic opening that again you don't have to watch this anime but god listen to the song and it is smile bomb it is the uh first opening what a name it's what so a good, name i'm it's sorry so we just need to stop there Isn't smile it? Bomb. that is something i would say to my students like i'm gonna give you a smile bomb today except i wouldn't be able to say the word bomb because they yes. take that too literally correct but like how <laughs> adorable no, it's a great song. It is a champion of songs. And it is many people's favorite theme song out there. Uh, so this is another one I think people will recognize, but not anyone who just got into anime in a pandemic. But 
that uh, was just... shady, but I didn't do that. But it looked no, like that wasn't for you. Babe. That wasn't for you at all. It felt <laughs> like it, but then Not I was like, all. wait, that isn't. I'm me. talking Why about lip, no. I was gonna say no. That's for. I just anime right now is very current. And like I mentioned, none of my, most of my top favorites didn't come out in the last decade and a half. That's all I mean. And I get, I'm one of those people that preaches, you don't have to watch the old anime. And I mean that. So like, it just comes kind of funny when I say, like, you do won't know this one. But no, Smile Bomb. And I put both the English and Japanese artists here. Uh, uh, Mawatari, uh, Matsuko, and Sarah White, because both versions of the song slap. I don't care. <laughs> um, but it comes on, that beat just bounces in. And you cannot help but feel that namesake and just smile. And just so you know, can't do the last line of the full song. Because in the theme song itself, it ends on the line, thank you for waking me up. And it's real cute. But the actual like end of the full song gives you the name of the song. And it's um, because it's like gives me the strength to try. Then suddenly my power and confidence, you know, blah blah. It's really cute. It's a very hype song. But the final line is, "Your smile makes my heart explode." Come on, how cute is that? Your smile makes my heart explode. It's so cute, <laughs> uh, and I love it because it's about a show about a kid that dies and is a spirit detective and kicks ass. I was like, listen up. It's so funny because it's an absolute it's an action anime. It's very classic. Um, and I always laugh about it. And I feel like a lot of the, the, the theme songs of that time kind of had that energy. There's the, the one, Rurouni Kenshin, uh, is in my top 10, the Freckles. And it has a very similar thing. The beginning is kind of like, and you think it's going to be such a hard rock song. And then the beat drops and it's like, I brush against the freckles that I hated so but like so. And it's uh, this cute little uh, ta- uh, trot song. But <laughs> I feel like it's very important because it was always that element because in a lot of shonen anime, you know, it's dude toward the guys. It's always about the fights and the action scenes. But when you had a theme song like that, that gave you that kind of like, What's the word? That meaning that something bigger. Like I said, Smile Bomb is about having confidence in yourself and believing it. Like, it's so sweet. And I feel like you need that kind of addition when you're into something that can be taken that's so dark. And not necessarily dark, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just action. The same with like the Ruin Kids of Freckles anime. You know, it's about a guy who was literally a manslayer in war and now is trying to find himself post-war. So like, it's a very, like the balance that they do with those, I think is brilliant. And I think Smile Bomb does it my absolute favorite. Um, And this, this was, this might move one day, but my second place ED is called uh, Ningyo Hime, which I think is Mermaid Princess by Rai Tanaka. And it is the second Ending theme song to Chobits. And this is another old anime that I don't ask Nani all to watch. And it's not in my top anything. <laughs> but the show is kind of really sweet. Chobits, the, the girl, um, and she is a uh, kind of like a, what's the best way to describe her existence? Not real. Anyway, yeah, I know. Like, I'm like, how do you how do you describe it? Um, and the opening to show is actually it's really cute because it's this little little beat. It's like, let me be with you, yeah, yeah. It's real cute. And the first half of the show is similar to that, and the second half of the show got real dark real fast. And you're like, oh, oh. And then like, I'll never forget seeing the episode that like I was like, that's not what I signed up for. And then this theme song plays. 
it's super slow mm-hmm. it's very sweet not sweet but like haunting it's like a haunting soft melody and the entire theme is just this kind of like chibi-ish type it's got like you could tell it's like a hood but it's like these big bunny ears almost flopping in this non-existent wind on the silhouette of a cityscape and it's just her walking and you're just seeing the back of her to the theme of the song she's just walking in time to the song it is super simple there's nothing special but it's just it's it fits so well with the tone that the anime shifted and it shifts at the exact same time. Like sometimes, you know, an ED or an OP just kind of feels like it changes. There's not really a perfect pattern to the seasons. It just changes. Um, this one was felt very deliberate. Mm-hmm. And I literally, this is what I would listen to at the end of every single episode. Because like I had to process it. And like, it was like the perfect music to process what I had experienced. Um, so yeah, that's my number two. Okay. So finally, what OP and ED Take your number one spot and why? What is that perfect OP and ED that just makes you listen to it every time it comes on? And I will go first and I will now finally explain why I was laughing so hard for Kenzie talking about um, <clears throat> about her number two spot. So the perfect OD, uh, OD, OP, whatever. You'd think it doesn't exist until you hear the first opening credit of Full Alchemist Brotherhood because it's fucking Yui again because I love that song so much and so yui singing is just oh my gosh just everything about anything that she's ever done yui to me when i started watching anime was kind of like the queen of ops and eds in that she did full metal alchemist um, and she did multiple OPs and EDs for Bleach. Because um, she did Rolling Star and then she did um, Life from Bleach. Beautiful. I Obviously, I'm obsessed with uh, Yui. So to me, she felt like she was like all over the place. But that's just because I listened to her literally all the time. Um, and again, is by far my favorite OP. Um, and I've like literally like anytime anybody asks me like oh what's your favorite opening credit i always say again like it's been my favorite since i first heard it um and like she had big uh, shoes to fill she had huge shoes to fill from the og series and then they put out again and i'm just like she it's a continuation she she fit those uh you know she fit that and that's why I had to laugh because I was like, I was like, yeah, we're gonna hear about again twice on this list. Oh, I figured it would, I figured it would happen. Song. It's so good. It is just so good, and it's just, it's just so like it's so funny because it's like you hear it uh, start out and it's all like this like slow, and then all of a sudden it just heavy, like it hits, and I'm just like, yes. The second the fucking beat drops, it's just like amazing. Um, and then if anybody has been surprised this entire time that fairy tale hasn't been in my top two spots, well, you're just silly because of course fairy tales in my top two spots, my favorite end credit of all time. And one of my favorite songs to just listen to all the time 
is We're the Stars by Amy, which is the 14th end credit from the series. And it is the end credit song that's playing during the Grand Magic Games arc. Um, Plus the best arc. Fairy, uh, and fairy tales endings usually go along with whatever specific character and theme are um, based on the part of the plot that you're watching. Um, like all characters have their own little end credit and it's really cute because like they do like a chibi character the entire time and they're usually like walking around or doing something that's related to the song and also kind of like related to the arc that you're in and this particular end credit follows Lucy um, which matches along with the story because as you're watching this particular part in the Grand Magic Games Lucy is a very pivotal character um, who her guild members and teammates are fighting for her honor after she was just unfairly beaten um not only no, by was good that seemed, i remember that i watched that yeah that seems good by like uh raventail's like um flair and also Sabretooth's minerva and um like i'm not gonna lie like <laughs> i cry every single fucking time and then this is also the last end credit that you hear before um they went on their break and then they came back with series two which picks up again with a really awesome OP, by the way, Boa again. Um, but <laughs> um, but she uh this uh I was so upset because they actually didn't play this end credit on the very last episode because they did a different song instead, which is by the artist um who had also sung one of the OPs for the Grand Magic Game Arc. And I was very, very sad because they didn't play this song, and I was like. I wanted to hear it, but this was not the song that played at the end of the episode. And I was just like, oh, so it broke my heart. But I never skipped this ending ever, no matter how many, like I rewatch the Grand Magic Games arc all of the time because it's like literally like such a feel good arc. And arc. I literally watch, <laughs> I watch this ED to completion every single time. And it's the cutest thing in the entire world. Um, but yes, obviously fairy tale had to be on here. Uh, Kenzie, how about you? My favorite OP kind of feels like a cop-out because it's from my favorite anime. But <laughs> Oops. It's a good, it, it's a good OP, so. It's a fucking good OP. It Survive is. said the prophet never misses. Let me tell you. Like, they never miss. Um, they did the, uh, Tokyo 24th Ward one as yes! well. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, they- if, the ba- if the band name makes no sense. That's it. It's gonna go. <laughs> I literally had to look it up. It's literally my 13th most listened to song of all time on Spotify. I tell, <laughs> um, I have this one friend who sometimes he does not trust my anime recommendations because one time I was like, you have to watch Wave with me because. <laughs> oh, no. Like, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't recommend Wave. I was like, I need someone to watch it with me because I currently have no one to talk about it with. I was like, and I don't know how I feel about it, but he ended up finishing it. And I was like, dropped off at episode four and he was like, I'm too far in. And I was like, you need to stop. But anyways, the one way I can get him to watch it is if I tell him who wrote the OP or the ED, because he listens to Japanese music all the time because he speaks Japanese. And so when I wanted him to watch Tokyo 24th Ward, I was like, hey, but Survive said the prophet did it. So, like, you're going to watch, right? And it was the same with Banana Fish. He finally watched Banana Fish and he was like, why didn't you just tell me Survive said the prophet did the OP? Because then I would watch it. So, it's called Found and Lost. Um, they never freaking miss. They never miss. It, 
it's so painfully beautiful. It has the perfect swells, the perfect um, like slow moments, um, the calm moments when you're supposed to be thinking. Keto went off camera because she's gonna go cry. Um, it goes so well with the animations, with the story. It does tell a story. It tells Ash's story. And I get emotional about it every time. And it's <laughs> Keto left again. Um, it's perfect. And <laughs> I won't talk about Banana Bitch anymore. You're okay. fine. You're fine. I just, it's been a minute since I thought about Ash. Like, thank you. I don't <laughs> I have a favorite ED, though the Banana Fish EDs are also amazing the music in banana fish is so good it really is so good it really is i remember i remember watching banana fish and that was like literally one of my first comments about it was oh my god this music's fucking great and you're like it's amazing it's amazing and i'm like i like the actual outro and intro like they're like they're it's so amazing Mm -hmm. the artistry is fucking insane and they they all kind of link together too which i really like and it's 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 just beautiful so yeah i will forever love banana fish with my whole heart so that's really what i came here to say anyways that's my piece if anyone doubted that go away like (laughs) um okay so for my number one op (laughs) I've never met anyone who knows the song I'm talking about. I no one ever understands it. I don't either. I don't. I don't either. Like if I ask my older sister right now what her favorite one, it's like the third bleach. Like that makes sense. It was classic. I can't tell you why this one is my one. And every time I go, you know, like you know, it's been a few years. Like I highly <laughs> doubt this is still the song. And then I play it, and I'm like, no. <laughs> song for me and I don't list things but I always have a favorite in my pocket for when someone asks the inevitable question so when you've been watching anime since you were 10 you've been listening to boys tell you that you can't possibly do it it started when I was in the fourth grade I was nine years old and I showed up the kids in class because they didn't know how to do the fusion dance from Dragon Ball Z you're welcome Hugo and Alex you're welcome anyways the point is, the song in question is called Yuragu Kotonai Ai, or Unshaken Love. It's by Tamora Namor, Naomi, and she is, I mean, it is the opening to the anime Get Backers. Now, Get Backers is an anime that you will never see me list <laughs> anywhere. I like it. I'm sure it's in my top 50. I didn't. I don't. I said that struggleably. It could be thirty-three. It could be twenty-nine. It could be forty-three. I don't know. I'm collecting it on my shelf for the nostalgia. I really like the concept of it. Um, it's just a typical like you know guys meet, they form a partnership, they get backers. Naturally, they get things back. They're kind of like those types of uh, fixer kind of characters, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of them has like lightning, and uh, their powers are fun. The point is, one of them is the snake bite. And it's so so cute and dorky because it's from the 2000s. But that theme song, I can still tell you exactly what happens in every scene and in every frame. And the music is brilliant. The singing is the kind of singing I typically hadn't really heard, I think. And in Opie and Edie, everything was, like I said, very pop punkish, or it was Boa, uh, or Duet's Infinity. And like, it's not hard to, or Tutata Ikara. So, like, um, God, you know what I meant I, I can't speak the um <laughs> and so this one was such a 
I'm not gonna say indie, but it was a different kind of thing, like the technique to sing it. There was a lot of like drawn out vowels and that was before the jow singing on the radio was a thing. So like Dua Lipa wasn't a thing, you know? Not everyone sounds like that now. But back then it was a very interesting because I was trying to be cool and learn some Japanese, but I couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying. And I realized later when I got into college and I met foreign exchange students that they don't understand singing. Like they can be like really good at English, but if you try to sing a song to them, they don't know what's happening because they've memorized the sounds. And when you sing, you change them. And that song in particular was just, it was such a bop though. It's like, it was like, how would she hold these notes? Like, and it would drag. And I would be like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm here for it. Anyway, we're not singing it. Uh, but I love it. Like there's this one, like, I just know when I hear this certain word, I see this exact scene as it pulls in. And it like ends with him on a bug wagon beetle because they drove a beetle. It was so cute. Um, but yeah, I can't really give you any other explanation than everything about it. I also just really love the lyrics. I think they are, um, even though the whole song is actually in Japanese, there's no English version of this anywhere. But naturally, as a person back in the day, because what was the website? AnimeMusicLyrics.com or something. Something like that. And they would put them together. And it's something like, y'all, I did memorize it because I wanted to sing it in English. But it's something like, tears gather as if they're, tears gather as they're going back to the night sky. It's only our unshaken love that'll scatter like stardust. It's, I just love it. Uh, I think it's really pretty. I'm pretty sure when I was younger, I I wrote a version of it in English so I could sing it. Um, <laughs> I also memorized it. Japanese. So yeah, there we go. Get backers opening. And for my ED, yeah, this anime is on here twice because it has the best EDs to begin with. It's Inuyasha and it's Fugai Mori. And a lot of people will fight me that I put Fugai Mori here instead of Every Heart because Every Heart is also good. But Duas Infinity slaps. Duas Infinity did his job everywhere they touched. And Fugai Mori is the Shishomaru theme song. What do you want from me? I was a slut for Shishomaru. And the whole theme song is just him standing in really scenic places. The whole thing. It has nothing to do. I feel so bad about it. It has nothing to do with the plot, boys and girls. It is just <laughs> the hottest man in the show standing on rocks in the wind. I'm not going to lie. But the song is just, there's just certain times where you're just in your, like, like it's playing and you're just in the moment. Like somebody is comes into the room and you're like, what the fuck do you, I was in the middle of that. It's one of those for me. So do his affinity never ever misses. Inuyasha has some of the best EDs period for anime and I will die on that hill. <laughs> um, and that closes out my top. That's awesome. You'll never hear me complain about Duo's Infinity being on a top uh, top five Duo's list because, so like, they also did like one of the most interesting fairy tale opening credits ever. They did, they did Mysterious Magic and beautiful. I love Duo's Infinity. Oh, so good. Um, so thank you all for joining us for this week's episode. Next week we will be talking about anime character Zodiac assignment. That sounds fun gonna be a filler episode um and as always you can find any of us at she anime podcast on instagram twitter twitch or you can email us at she anime podcast at gmail.com we're all pretty active on social media so you can always find at least one of us now until then bye bye bye